and uh, open up uh, in uh, in prayer. Uh, Lord, you are good. You are a great God. God, you continue to be uh, a God, the God of miracle signs and wonders. God, you continue to be um, the creator, Father God, who has a um, you, you have your hand on our life. And we, we thank you for that. God, in this space of worship, we just ask that you uh, speak to us on this day in this space of inspiration. We ask that you inspire us today in this space of hope. We pray, Father God, that someone will uh, find some hope in, the, in this space, Father God, where people may come in with unanswered questions. God, we pray that you answer some of those questions. God, we love you on the day. We praise you on the day. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together and the people of God said, amen. Hey, family, today I'm so excited to uh, uh, to share with you uh, that I, the Lord placed it on my heart. Um, to ask uh, one of our um, dynamic partners, dynamic leaders who you all have not heard from in a while uh, to share with us and bless us and inspire us this morning. Uh, the one and only Sister Deborah uh, Cross, a phenomenal uh, woman of God, a phenomenal uh, teacher. So I'm going to uh, pass the mic to her. Can we make some noise and celebrate her? Can we celebrate the gift in her? Come on, send up some hearts, send up some emojis, uh, send up some encouraging words. I believe that she has something to say that's going to uh, inspire us um, on this morning. So Sister Sister Deborah, how you doing? Good morning. I am doing well. Right, the spotlight is all yours, and uh, let's see what the Lord has to say today. Well, all right, good morning, saints. It's an honor to share with you this morning uh, with the devotional, and I simply have one thing to say as a warning to all of you be ye ready when Pastor Walt calls. <laughs> so, with that, um the title I, I have for you is, Are You Ready to Run? How many of you like to run? Maybe if not running, do you like to jog or speed walk? Or do you like to take a leisurely stroll with a friend in the park around the neighborhood, just going around the block? Or maybe just pushing a stroller and join your children? Or perhaps you will take a walk just to enjoy God's beautiful creation. So like many words in our English language, running has several definitions. So what I'd like to do uh, is share some of the familiar church phrases that we hear that use the word run. We often hear, uh, don't run ahead of God. We sometimes hear, don't run from God. But I want to share and read the physical education definition of the word running. And it says it is a method of terrestrial locomotion, allowing humans and other animals to move rapidly on foot. Running is a type of gait characterized by an aerial phase in which all feet are above the ground, with some exceptions. So allow me to share a few everyday examples of, of running. For example, running can also mean moving out of fear, um, like running from a dog. Or ladies, when our hair is freshly done, don't let it begin to rain. 
we will run from the rain. And some may run out of urgency to help save someone or to protect a child from danger. Others run to play games. Some people run for exercise. Some want to complete their bucket list of running a 5K, a half, or full marathon race. And I will share that I used to love running. I still like running. I don't run as much now as I did in the past. But I ran track from sixth grade uh, through high school and a little bit in college as well. But I actually earned the Georgia state records for the 800, 880 run, which is now called the 800 meter race. Uh, in the 11th and 12th grades, I, hold, I held first and second places for the state for both years. So as I recall what it took to win those state meets, it took a lot of practice. I would practice twice a day um, with the team at track practice. And then I would practice once I got home after dinner. I ran with a neighborhood friend who was also on the track team. And he had a faster pace than mine, and he really pushed me, and he really intensified my training. And then uh, after that, after college, uh, BC, before children, before family, I actually got up before work, drove to a park, and ran to start my day. But lately, I jog a bit, speed walk run and walk. So perhaps I should add running back to my, my bucket list, if, if you will. So our title today, Are You Ready to Run? is inspired by Psalms 119 verse 32. Um, and I'd like to share a little background about Psalms 119. It's actually my favorite Psalms. Um, it was written by King David, David, and it's reported to have been used for him uh, to teach his young son Solomon at the time, the alphabet, and most importantly about spiritual life. So because that's my, it also has 176 verses divided into 22 stanza, stanzas of eight verses each. So I'll read it to you. I thought I'd use that to cover my 30 minutes, <laughs> but, I won't read the entire psalm, but I will read uh, verse 32 in several versions, if you will. The first version is the New American Standard, Psalms 119, verse 32. And it says, I shall run the way of your commandments, for you will enlarge my heart. And as I read each version, just key in on whatever verse stands out for you. The New King James Version says, I will run the course of your commandments, for you shall enlarge my heart. NIV, I run in the path of your commands, for you have broadened my understanding. And there's another version in the NIV 1984. I run the path of your commands, for you have set my heart free. The New Living Translation, I will pursue your commands, for you expand 
my understanding. The Amplified, I will run the way of your commandments with purpose, for you will give me a heart that is willing. And the Message Version, I'll run the course you lay out for me if you'll just show me how. How often do we call on God to just show us how? So which of those versions resonated with you most? And I challenge you to read Psalms 119.32 today and read it in several versions and meditate on the words in the version that touches your heart most as it guides you to stay on God's path. So I want uh, to run with instructions from God with purpose. I want to be willing to go as the Lord leads me. And I want a willing heart to follow Pastor Walt as he leads our new church family, Chosen City Church. I also want to follow other ministry leaders when I volunteer to help in their service. God expects us to have hearts that yearn to follow him. Do you have a heart that yearns to follow the Lord? Psalms 119 and verse 32 tells us that running to God should be our resolve, our way of life. Now let's talk a little bit more about running. There are two obvious things needed in order to run. And if we were in person, I could hear everyone saying at the same time, feet, you need two feet, right? But more specifically than just needing two feet, we need feet without impediments. We need feet that are not swollen or sprained or broken or paralyzed, right? But there's something else that's needed to run. We also need good running shoes. And if you're a sprinter, you need a starting block. Runners also need good form. Runners are taught how to breathe when running. You breathe differently in distance than you do for a sprint. And runners are always told to always keep your head, your, 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 your sight on the finish line to finish the, ra the race. Never to look over your shoulders, never look back to see what's behind you. You lose focus, you lose time when you turn your head just to look over your shoulder. So as a runner, you're always taught never to look behind you because the finish line is in front of us. And the same is true for us as Christians, is it not? You and I are to keep our eyes on the prize, which is Jesus. But sometimes we do look over our shoulders. We think and dwell on things. We worry. We beat ourselves up about mistakes we've made in the past. Jesus wants us to keep our focus on what's ahead. He wants us to keep our focus on him. Do you believe that? Christ wants us to cultivate our heart to follow him. And if you believe the scripture, 
he will show us how. But oftentimes in the middle of trials and distresses, we forget to ask. And we're reminded that we have not because we ask not or we ask amiss. So remember, God wants to show us how, and we simply need to ask as we go throughout our day. Back to runners. We, we've, we've already established that they need healthy feet. Runners need a good pair of running shoes. They need training and posture and poise. But that's not all that's necessary to win the race. And before I give the answer to that question, I'll share the story of Shakari Richardson for imagery and illustration only. We're not judging her, but for illustration as a runner. Uh, Shakari was a 2020 Olympic hopeful in the 100 and 200 meter races. A week before the Olympic trials, she learned that her biological mother had passed. Even with that, she was able to continue her focus and compete in the trials, which earned her a ticket to the Olympics in Tokyo. This young 21-year-old athlete, although she had qualified, she did not get to compete in the Olympics in Tokyo. She had good healthy feet. She had good running shoes. She had trained and she had a desire to run. She even made the trip across the waters to get there to run in the ultimate race for uh, track stars. But Shikari was disqualified even before the race began for failing a drug test, which tested positive for marijuana. Shikari did not run in the race she had trained so hard for. She looked ready, she interviewed ready, but the trauma of life, which is real, which is hard, which is difficult to deal with for all of us at times, caused her to veer off track, literally. When have you allowed the stresses in your life to cause you to veer off God's path? Did you remember to ask him to help you? Like Sakari, our lives are dynamic. Every day is filled with priorities vying for our time to be completed first. Our days are filled with distractions, with emergencies, with crises. All of those things can cause us to take our eyes off the prize of achieving a goal. But there by the grace of God goes each of us. So we're not judging Sakari for using her as an imagery. How often do you hear people who buy work, workout clothes or exercise clothes as an outfit just to wear? And we often hear people who buy exercise equipment and never use it. So like runners, people can train, people can look the part, uh, we can wear the best shoes, but real runners 
have a desire to run, but what else is needed is an intention about training to finish the race. A desire can be like a breath of air. We breathe it in and we breathe, breathe it out. But without something to keep our focus, a desire can be passing. So we have to be intentional about who we are and what we do for God. So training then is much more than a physical workout. Psalms 119.32 in the NIV tells us and reminds us that God will broaden our understanding. The new the NLT says God will expand our understanding, broaden, expand. And the Amplified reminds us to be willing to run with purpose. And in the message, God says, Lord, just say to the Lord, I will run the course you lay out for me if you'll just show me how. And God is willing. He wants to show us how. He wants us to stay on course and succeed when we face trials. I've often been told that if we don't prepare, and for Christians, our physical exercise and training is reading God's word, is meditating, is praying, it's witnessing, is sharing the gospel with others. And I've often been told if we don't have God and if we don't know him well, when life is going well, we will not know him at all when we face a crisis. So are you preparing yourself to know God well, so that you will remember to ask him to just show you how. What should I do, Lord? And he will when you face uh, struggles. And Paul reminds us in Philippians 3.13, he says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. We can't make it on our own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind, and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the heavenly prize for the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The heavenly prize is, is eternity, but we can also have that heavenly prize each and every day as we find joy and excitement in following the way that God has for us. And as we stay on the path that God wants us to walk on. Even our theme scripture in Isaiah 43, 18, God says, do not call to mind the formal things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not beware, be aware of it? Will you not see it? And there's another commentator in Psalms uh, 119.32 and it says the verse speaks about something greater than discipline. So we talked about um, the requirements for being a successful runner, runner and completing the race and everything that's needed. So we, we thought we had intention, we thought we had desire, we thought we had training, we thought we had equipment and we thought we had a healthy body and that was enough, but it's not. There's something else that's needed for us to be ready to run. And what we need is we have to have the love of God in our hearts. We have to feel the joy that God gives, that gives us peace 
in the midst of trials. So verse 32 helps us look at God's commands to unburden our hearts. So whatever we go through, our approach to how we um, relate to our difficulties really determines what we know and believe about God. So running in this verse shows us, in verse 32, shows a strong hunger for God's way that is satisfied by pursuing it relentlessly. Relentlessly. The commentator says we don't run in the path of God's command like we run when we're late for work. We run in the path of God's command like a child running to hug their mommy or daddy when they've been separated from them and they, they're happy to see them at the end of a work day or the end of a school day. There are many scriptures that talk about God's path. And one of our favorites is Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And there's another scripture to encourage us, Psalm 16:1. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures evermore. There is joy and pleasures and fulfillment in following on God's path. And verse 32 emphasizes these messages, but with more passion, a stronger desire, and with zeal. If you've ever wanted anything, can you imagine desiring and wanting God more than anything else in the world? Our hearts are set free, not only when we have understanding, but as the scripture says, we broaden or increase our understanding. It is good to have understanding, but it is good to grow. It is good to develop, and it's good to learn more and more about our Lord each and every day. So when we learn more about God, we learn more about his word. We learn more about his character and what he expects of our character. We love more about his love and how he expects us to love and to give love. And we just learn more and more about the person God desires us to be individually. And when we love God and when we love people deeply, what do we do? We prioritize them. We prioritize our time we spend with them. We prioritize our conversations with them. We prioritize our activities with them. We have a desire for God. When we have that desire for God, guess what? We prioritize time to spend with him as well. We desire to read. We desire to study. We desire to meditate and to share the word of God with others. When we become more closer with God, when we prioritize God more, we become more concerned about the things that concern him. We forget about ourselves more as the song says, and we concentrate on him to worship him. We allow all our choices, our decisions, our actions to honor God. And oftentimes I have to say, Lord, I don't want to do this, but if you want me to, 
you have to do it. And we have examples of that, of biblical characters who ran from God. Who can you think of that ran from God? One of the first that come to mind, of course, is Jonah. Jonah ran from the path God had for him, only to be uh, over, thrown over the side of a boat or a ship, if you will, and in the belly of a big fish for three days. And once God released him there, he walked on the path God had intended for him. We can think of Moses. Moses had several encounters of running from God. He ran. Uh, he, God had him, say, had saved his life. And he was raised as an Egyptian in Pharaoh's household. And then he saw um, one of the Egyptians beating a, um, an Israelite, so he killed him. So then out of fear of his life, he ran from Egypt to the desert where God prepared him to come back. God sent Moses back to Egypt to free the people. Moses um, ran to the burning bush where God spoke to him and God sent him back to where he had him. Moses wanted to run from God when he said, Lord, I am not a good speaker. I can't go speak to Pharaoh and tell him to let these people go. So God sent help. Moses told God, if you show me how. So God used Aaron to help show Moses how. So have you ran from God? Where did it lead you? Were you successful in those endeavors? Or did God gently correct you? Or was it a life lesson that you learned never to repeat? So when we learn for God, when we yearn for God to study his word, we desire to be in his presence. We pray and we pray that his spirit fills and directs our hearts even more. Like most people, we have many reasons to be distracted. But when we run on the path God sets before us, we have peace that sets our hearts free. So running to God means to show our Lord great affection like we show our loved ones. Great affection like we show our loved ones. That was my alarm. Running to God means that we show readiness, that we're cheerful, and we use great haste and swiftness, and we have great delight and pleasure in serving God. So I ask in closing, how will you show God your spiritual joy? And how will you thank him for delivering you from everything that hindered you from staying on the path he has laid out for you? Will you make running to God your way of life? Running to God is a test of our obedience since true obedience flows from the heart and expresses itself in what we say and what we do. So I pray that we all are ready to run for God today. Are you ready to run? God bless you and that's our devotional. Amen. Come on, family. Let's make some noise virtually for a dynamic, powerful uh, devotional on today. Praise God. Thank you so much, uh, Sister uh, Deborah, for encouraging us and challenging us. 
uh, to keep on running and keep on uh, press, press it on the upward way. Y'all, it's prayer time. Listen, tonight we will continue our Bible study. Um, we'll go a little bit deeper with our topic. Uh, the city needs your help. And the only way we can help the city is that we got to do what, y'all? We got to keep running. I'm excited to have a guest panelist, <clears throat> one of our partners that you all haven't uh, had a chance to hear from yet. She'll be joining me on the on this on the platform since y'all left me with an empty seat last week so i'm starting to go find people and i'm you might be next so get ready get ready get ready and you can't run from it when god calls you to it amen it's prayer time y'all lord we love you today and we thank you um so much for this opportunity um father god to just uh continue to be inspired god we were reminded of your word in a powerful and dynamic way god you call us god to keep running god let us avoid distractions. Let us avoid obstacles. Let us continue to be who you called us to be. Help us, God. Show us how to run. God, help us, God. Uh, give us endurance, Father God. Give us everything that we need. God, I continue to pray <clears throat> for the uplifting of your saints. Continue to pray that you protect and provide. God, we love you on the day. We just thank you in advance that we're going to run on today. And today is going to be a great day. Today will be a day, Father God, that you open some doors. Today will be a day, Father God, that you do some great things. God, we love you. We praise you. It's in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Love you all. See you tonight at 7 p.m. God bless and go in peace.